On this Saturday, in the octave of Easter, let's pray, with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. When Jesus had risen, early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. She went and told his companions who were mourning and weeping. When they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe. After this, he appeared in another form to two of them walking along on their way to the country. They returned and told the others, but they did not believe them either. But later, as the eleven were at table, he appeared to them and rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart because they had not believed those who saw him after he had been raised. He said to them, Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. The Gospel of the Lord. Happy Easter! We are still in the octave of Easter, still rejoicing in the resurrection, the Lord's victory over death, the victory of love. We all go through Easter's on a daily basis. We pass over or transition from one thing to another. It's nice to think that our life is actually a big Easter and that every single day is a small Easter. Jesus came to experience this life. He went through all human experiences except sin. He taught us how to go through our own life. He left the footprints of his passage to make our path clearer and safer. Jesus showed us that victory is won by accepting what we have to go through and by embracing the Father's will, like he did, and not by dodging obstacles. We need to be responsible, to overcome whatever we're supposed to overcome, and to stay by our feelings without denying them. Therefore, don't be afraid of experiencing what you have to experience. It's necessary to live Easter on a daily basis. It's necessary to undergo whatever comes and to experience it with Jesus. If we are with him, no matter what happens, we'll be fine. Someday, walking hand in hand with Jesus, we will all have to go through the real and definitive Easter. During this week, we've been reading different passages about how the risen Jesus appeared before his friends, the disciples. Let's go over them. On Monday, Jesus guided us into the joy of Easter. Jesus appeared before the woman and asked them to rejoice. Nothing in the world can be compared to the joy that the risen Jesus brings to us. It's not a temporary, momentary feeling. Jesus rose to open the doors of eternal life for us. But meanwhile, let's not be so fearful and sad. Let's be more joyful and hopeful in our heart. Today, he is still looking for each and every one of us in our own Galilee. Do you remember what your Galilee was? Do you remember your first encounter with the risen Jesus? What is your Galilee today? Your meeting place with him. On Tuesday, in Glimpses of the Gospel, Jesus asked Mary, Woman, why are you weeping? And then he asked, Whom are you looking for? Jesus not only knows exactly how we feel, but also understands us because he went through the same experiences himself. There aren't bad feelings. The bad thing is not to be able to recognize why we feel what we feel. Jesus wants to help us recognize our feelings. He wants to guide them. That's why he asks, whom are you looking for? 
We need to learn how to experience things with Jesus. There's a reason for everything, and it's up to us to let that experience help us rise and live differently. He's always by our side, although our teary eyes may not let us see him. Let's raise our head and let Jesus call us by our name and speak to our heart. On Wednesday, we thought about how often we return to our Emmaus, because we've stopped believing. Our Emmaus Road experiences are those safe places where Jesus didn't ask us to stay. All of us go through difficult situations and feel pain and anguish. However, we must remember that Jesus is always beside us while we walk through life. While pessimism takes over our hearts, while our hearts are locked up within our thoughts, Jesus walks by our side and, in a subtle way, leads us to a place where we can recognize him. Let Jesus enable us to see what we couldn't see. Let him help us turn our attention to the many things we may be letting pass us by due to our ignorance or stubbornness. On Thursday, glimpses of the gospel helped us recognize the importance of asking Jesus to open our minds to understand his word, because without the grace that comes from above, without the grace that comes from Jesus, we can't fully understand what is written for us, for our learning process, for our holiness. Lord, we pray that you open our minds and hearts a bit more so that we may find you in the scriptures, so that we may recognize you, resurrected all around us, in each of our brothers and sisters, in each Eucharist. Just like the disciples, we must also experience Jesus' real presence in our lives in order to be authentic witnesses of him in the world. A Christian is he who believes in Jesus, in a real Jesus. A Christian is he who believes in the word of God, but who doesn't only believe, but experiences it, shares it with others, and shows everyone that Jesus is alive and wants to dwell in each one of us. And yesterday, we saw how the disciples went back to their original trade, to the same situation in which Jesus had met them. The disciples return to fishing. They go back to what they've always done. They revert to the familiarity of what they already knew how to do. This going back to what's familiar means to not fully understand, to not be wholly convinced, to not obey. It means to have stopped trusting. The pessimist, the one who's desperate, drags others down and turns them into hopeless men. How many times has that happened to us? We end up forgetting about what Jesus tells us. We forget our encounter with him his promises, and his commandments. We go back to our routine, to what we know, to our comfort zone that gives us a sense of security. But we don't fish anything. In the end, everything is tiredness that doesn't bear fruit or love. But Jesus appears before us again and again, just where he appears to be absent, wherever it seems that he'll never return. How patient he is with all of us, but especially how great is his love for us? He never tires of looking for us, of outpouring his love, the only love that gives us the sense of plenitude we're called to live. May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain forever.